The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. The views and opinions expressed in the commentaries and or interviews in the following program are solely those of the individuals and are not views of Poppy Chulo Radio, its parent, affiliate, or subsidiary companies. Welcome to Queen Sugar's Court, the unofficial Queen Sugar Internet radio show exclusively on poppychuloradio.com. Poppy Chulo Radio, pop culture on demand. Today is Sunday, September 11th, 2016, and I am your host, Carla Stilwell. During tonight's broadcast, we're going to recap, review, and dissect the latest episode of Owns Queen Sugar. But first, I'd like to welcome my co-host, Derek Anthony. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Queen Sugar. Welcome to Queen Sugar's Court. Let's jump in to our recap of Season 1, Episode 2. The title of this episode is Evergreen, and it aired on September 7th, 2016. The Borderline Siblings Must Work Together to Plan Their Father's Funeral. Tensions rise between Charlie and Nova. However, as they each seek to honor their father in different ways, Ralph Angel also argues with Violet about whether it's appropriate to invite his young son, Blue, to the funeral services. So that is where we left off with Queen Sugar. That was what the episode was about. And this episode aired to about point. 1.4 million people households um, on its second day, which is the second part of the preview. Um, now, honestly, I would have thought that that episode would have got more people, not less, because the first night it was in competition with Daniel Glover's show Atlanta over on FX. Well, here's the thing. You gotta kind of think about how people think. Who's really used to a two-parter? Like, back-to-back like that? Yeah. And they did publicize it, but... I mean, they promoted it, that it was a two-part. But it's just not something people are used to. And I don't know if those numbers um, reflect uh, the people that DVR things. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... But it's still a pretty good number. It's pretty oh, good yeah. Number. That's no, nothing to sneeze at. It's nothing to sneeze at. So they did good. Real quick. Quick, fast, and in a hurry. Derek Anthony, what was your initial reaction of episode two, which is actually the second part of the premiere episode? Okay. So episode one impressed me. Episode two struck me. Mm. It, 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 it jumped off of the television screen, ran across the room, slapped me in the face, and looked me in the eye. Ooh. And then it turned its back and jumped back in the screen. Ooh. 
all I could do was sit there holding my cheek with a tear in my eye. Did it slap you? Did it slap? Now, here's my question. Did it slap you open-handed like your grandmama slapped you when you got smart with her? Or did it slap you like I challenge you to a duel, wet pat with a glove? It was very open-handed Joan Crawford. Um, not Mommy Dearest. What was that other movie? I can't think of it in the movie right now. But yes, um, it well, was. Joan Crawford was, was always slapping somebody. It was what, the what, double slap when she oh, slapped her daughter Vita. Oh, it was what That yeah. was uh, Oh God, no, we're not going to talk about that. I'm going to keep moving. Mildred, Mildred Pierce, but yeah, huh? let's keep it moving. Let's <laughs> keep it moving because <laughs> that is one of the greatest slaps. It ever. really is, and she slapped at the top, uh, like on the middle of the stairs, so she almost lost her balance too. Yeah. See, I, I again, I have to, as I started with our first episode recording, I have to judge this show because of it was so black, because the show is so African American, so Afro Negro, uh, colored Black American. I have to judge it on the scale from butterscotch to dark skin which is from drake to jaiman hansu and i have to give this episode i don't give it a full jaiman but i do give it a um a a, a, Boris, a morris chestnut mm, okay. i give it a morris chestnut it was it was dark brown now 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 i'm going to ask a question do you think that by the end of this retelling, I might be able to change your mind? I'm always open to move an episode up to as black as possible. Okay. Oh yeah. All oh, right. Yeah. Well, let's go. Like that. So, so that is where I am right now. But Derek Anthony, before we get into a thorough recap of the latest episode of Queen Sugar. Here's our announcer with a few reminders on how you, that's right, you, can interact with us. Follow us on Tumblr, queensugarscourt.tumblr.com. Follow Poppy Chula Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, and YouTube, at Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting gofundme.com slash poppychularadio. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through iTunes. Just search for Queen Sugar's Court and subscribe. Thank you so much for those announcements. Now, let's dig on in. All right. So, this episode was packed with so much stuff. Because we had to plan us a funeral for Ernest Bordelon. And as both of us know, planning a funeral can be a thing. Now, as we both also know, planning a funeral with other family involved can be a thing. 
So I have to say this before we get into this episode. I'm going to, most of this conversation will be me breathing heavy and being in a general state of discomfort and malaise because the episode, I'm sorry, the episode felt too real. Like I just, I was like, this is, this is not necessary to be, were you at my house? Like was this word, <laughs> Ava? Would you, were you at my house when my family, when my parents died? Like, did you, were you there? Did I send you pictures? Have we talked? The episode was so real. I couldn't. I, it was personal. This episode was very personal for me. Um, I'm like, this is only the second episode. Come on. How, how are you all up in my house, my, in my mind space? Oh, God. Were you there? So let's start. Um, I uh, from the from the top. Um, so this is what when we did our first recap of the very first show, we were talking about so much and so much happened. We didn't pay good attention to Calvin. We Nova's Nova's boo. Yeah. So I gotta go back a little bit to episode one. So, at the top of that episode, we met Nova's boo. Um, he was Who was white? He was, he, was, <laughs> he was very, very creamy. And I, think that, and I think that, 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 that is an important point that hasn't come up yet. So, we have to talk about the fact that he was extra lily. Um, can I just say, on some straight up superficial shit, I hate his hair. Like, his cop hair really bothered me it's that it's that buzz cut on the side and i'm like i'm gonna need your cop hair uh, it wants to be a high top fade but it's a white man <laughs> high top fade. And, and the and the texture of the buzz doesn't match the slickness of the top yeah so i couldn't trust that motherfucker because of his fade like his fade kept me he was clearly untrustworthy because of his hair. So I just have to put that out there. It's wrong for me to judge a man by the by the cut of his by his uh, buzz cut sides. You were literally judging him by the cut of his jib. Uh, there you go. And but that's what it is. So from the first shots, even though that scene was romantic and sexy, I ain't trust him because of that hair. Mm. So after um the dad dies. We find out Nova goes seeking refuge and seeking comfort. Um, we find out that um, Calvin, Calvin is her lover. Her lover is married to the whitest woman. Oh with my God! The whitest children. She. It was it was amazing, Carla, because I believe she had on a white dress in the house. She had a, whatever she was wearing was white, but and it, the house was light, and all the paint and the furniture, everything in there was light. I was like, yeah, lights was really bright. I'm like, yeah, these yeah. are the whitest people I've yeah. seen in my life. Yes, and in all of that, her whiteness stood out more than anything else white in that room. I was like, this is, a, this is the whitest woman on earth. She might very well have been glowing. <laughs> I thought it was just Was she me. fluorescent? 
I looked I was, at him, I was like, am I in Kmart? What's going on here? It was, she is what they call, say in the books is alabaster. Yeah. Like she was white. Yeah. So, and I think that's important. I think it's very important. It, it is the stark contrast of who he's married to and who his family is versus all of this romanticizing and fetishizing because we can go there, right? We it can. Might have been, it, it, it looks like a little fetishizing, mm-hmm. fetishizing the first time. of this black woman. So we, we, we know this. We, we've seen this. And then he comes to her. I need to know where the fat, where your father's services are, and you're not answering the phone. Hold up. <laughs> Wait a motherfucking minute. <laughs> Hold up, my dude. <sighs> this is, and I, and I have to go over to my other show, Scandal, for this one. I'm sick of the married men with all these domains. Yeah. You know, well, it's and I'm gonna let you finish the statement, but Carla, it's deeper than that. This episode really could have been called "Man, Really." Because <laughs> there's two instances. There are two instances. Ooh, I really no. There, there were three. There were three. Okay. There were three. We're gonna get to all three of them. We're gonna okay. start at Calvin. And we're going to end at Davis's old fuck boy ass. We going. <laughs> Let's just stay with Calvin. Okay. And this. But you were at my father's funeral. Can't nobody know who you is. No way. What are you talking right. about? Nova says. <laughs> there was 400 people at your daddy's funeral. A whole bunch of cops and everything else. So, you know, yeah. Nobody paid attention to the little black girl. What? It's going to be me, my siblings, and eight eight other people. And they're going to be like, who that white man? Hopper, who this white man? Right. And the fact that I'm, I'm here for you, but you're not letting me be here for you. You know I'm not letting you be here for me because you can't be here for, he, for me because you have a what? A wife. A wife. A whiffle, because a when my father passed and I drove to your house, you was upstairs with your wife and two kids. So no, you can't be here for me. No, you cannot be here for me. You can they do nothing for me but fix me a sandwich with extra mayonnaise. Because <laughs> it ain't even no mustard on that set. None. Oh my God. So, and, and this is what I'm telling you. The, the first conversation we had about the first episode was all I had all this love and all these emotions and I was still in some way and this episode Derek took me in an entirely different direction and most of the time I was like fuck is this right like I had a whole lot of huh fuck is this moments during this episode and that's what made it super real yeah. so that happens yes the other thing we didn't talk about we didn't get into was Blue's mama. Darla. Darla. Who's played by Bianca Lawson. 
And where do we know Bianca Lawson from? <laughs> we know Bianca Lawson because I am a huge nerd and a huge geek. And Bianca Lawson played Kendra, the vampire slayer, who was West Indies, but sounded like she fell out of a box of Lucky Charms. She sounded like the Lucky Charms guy. <laughs> The whole episode, the whole season she was on. But, but let me say this about Bianca Lawson, who is uh, the stepsister of Beyonce and Solange. Really? Yes. Uh, her father is Richard Lawson. That's her dad? That's her father. Oh, he's so fine. Yes, yes. So, let when ma when mama when mama bouncy got got that I was like girl you better get it she, she knows she's having a good time it's <laughs> thirty seven but Bianca has looked like she was nineteen from the time she was sixteen and she is playing the fuck out this crackhead oh I'm yeah. like oh so anyway we I don't know what her drug of choice was but I'm just assuming she was crackhead. Cause that's usually that's usually the drug of choice in storytelling. Yeah, I don't think we have evolved to having meth heads. And I was gonna say I don't think she was a crystal meth head in in Louisiana. Exactly. So there it is. But um, so she shows up. Why? Because Blue had a moment. Not Blue. Real Ralph Ralph. Angel had a moment where he was vulnerable and he was like, well, I need somebody to watch this kid. Maybe his mother's available. He called her. She was actually just in a store around loud ass people, mm -hmm. but he just assumed she was tricking off again. So he didn't say any words. He hung up. So Darla shows up at the hospital. And here was another one because I have to correct you. It wasn't just a, really man it was a really motherfucker yeah episode because yeah, yeah. it was some because she was on some bullshit too so yeah. she shows up at the um at the hospital. parking lot at the hospital running up on ralph angel what you i mean you called me i've changed i'm better i stopped smoking that shit that's not a real line she said but that's what it was but that's what she at. said but that's what she <laughs> said right that's not what words she used, but that's what she said. And I'm not, and I'm no longer smoking that shit. And I, I cannot see my son. He's like, so you gonna exploit my father being sick with your bullshit? Lies. He tried. I have the right. Mm. Girl, once you took that hit of that crack, you gave up <laughs> all them rights. Cause we again have not gone into the backstory of Darla. And what happened with Blue. But we know that there is some abandonment. Now, if it's abandonment because she disappeared for three, four days, or if she actually left him somewhere, we don't know. But something happened that, again, I'm sure we're going to get into later on. Where Aunt Violet and Grandpa and Pop Pop, as he called, um, Ernest ended up being that child's caregiver. Yes. And Aunt Violet referred to her as later uh, in the episode that, that, no, that no count, count girl. Gal. Gal. Yeah. That no count gal. Um, so 
So that happened. So we have to have that too in the context of this conversation. So let's get back to Nova who was having a fucked up day because her morning starts after her father's death when she's trying to tend her herbs in the garden that she uses for her medicinal purposes. When she's trying to tend her herbs and um, that, that woman... I'm just going to call him that woman's husband. That oh, woman's that husband sh- shows up. Then she's like, I can't even deal with you because I have to go to work. Well, Derek, why don't you tell us what happened when she went to her um, newspaper office where to the office where she is um, a, a staff reporter? So Nova went to her, her newspaper office where she is a staff reporter <laughs> to meet with the editor. And the editor gave his condolences for her father's death. And she thanked him, yes, one should, whenever one gives you condolences for the death of your parents. But I know you didn't call me to come in here for this. Well, we have, uh, uh, we have ideas for your next story. But you didn't like my last story. Now, Nova, again, is a healer, is an earth mother. In many senses of the word, her stories that she has written have been about lead poisoning and what they want her next story to be is on her sister and her husband. (sighs) And I love Nova's response. First of all, when did we become that paper? Second of all, that's my family. So, no. And then she ended it, she ended the conversation with real for real blackness. Do not ask me to come up here again and make me waste my gas money. That was black. That, no. that, 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 now, that is one of my factors in where she, where this episode falls on the needle. That was black as hell. It was, it was black. Why are you making gas? Is I was talking with a friend of mine who lives in Tennessee, he lives in Brownsville, Black somethingville. He lives five miles from Nutbush, mm. where Turner comes from. And he said that as of Wednesday, gas was two dollars and fifty-eight cents a gallon. Do now, not. in Chicago, that ain't nothing. Really? But in the no. Oh no, I know, oh, no, 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 I thought you meant it was, no, you're right, in Chicago, no. that's nothing. In, in, in Chicago, people like, yay, 258, but in the deep south, yes. where gas is 132, normally, come on, that was terrible, yeah. but look, so, reasons I, I couldn't breathe because of the rage that was boiling inside of me, it was the hubris. It was the disgusting filthiness of this man, this character, mm-hmm. asking her about some old bull doo-doo. Right after her daddy died. Right after her father, like... Her, her father, father ain't been dead 24 hours. No! And I, again, people are so inappropriate after people die. They're just... Folks show you who they are death. So that was so that was disgusting. It so was. Nova had to deal with that. She was like, I have I have things. 
So she left. Now, while this is going on, Charlie is trying to lick her own wounds because the other thing that we um, didn't really get into didn't really get into last time was that Charlie at the end of the episode I'm gonna fix this for you dad yeah where have you been but okay that's me the sister that took care of the kids and could, took care of the parents stayed at home talking yeah. to my sisters who were not there so you did do I was, that I was feeling some kind of way about that moment I'm like yeah 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 so then Nova's dealing with all this stuff all of these icky men imposing their bullshit on her and <laughs> so Charlie at this moment is running she's taking a run she's clearing her head she runs out to her father's house she goes through the things she sees exactly what kind of neglectful daughter she's been so she's trying to have these moments of nostalgia she's feeling some kind of way and then she hears some old bull cackle outside there is some man out there I forget what his name is we we'll we'll call him slimy ass old developer. You will call him slimy ass developer, who I'm sure will be back. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm he's certain. out there with two guys, and they look like they're taking measurements and stuff. They are. They were again. They were, forced, they were over. Um, what do you call it? Um, oh, I can't think of the word. When you're surveying, that's what it was. Yeah. They were surveying the land. I mean, again, can the body get cold first? Can the temperature drop? Now, you know, Charlie had annoyed me, um, but I have to say, I mean... She got a few she, points on this one. She she got him right together. Oh, we wanted to make you off in person. No, you didn't even think I was here. So, he took his cue. Well, here's my card. Call me when you're ready. Mm. Go to hell, It'll please. be a cold day in hell before you get a phone call from me. Go right on to hell, Cletus. And I love that's what Charlie's face said. Yes. Go straight to hell. She had the go straight to hell, Cletus face on. So she's dealing with this, which is a mix of her own regrets and this bullshit. And then that, uh, then we get to the house. We go to Aunt Violet's house. Mm-hmm. She walking around like a zombie because her brother's gone. Ralph Angel's doing the best he can to try to be supportive. They get into it because they she are felt, having something to him about going shopping for the boy to have, for some clothes for the for the funeral for the funeral. And Ralph Angel was trying to be a protect father. The reasons we love Ralph Angel because he's trying. He is. He don't need. To, he don't need to grieve. He need to be a kid. Who says that? Ralph Angel, that's who. Well, I will tell you why I suspect Ralph Angel said that. Hmm. Because I suspect, and again, these things, these little nuances that happen in this show, nothing is really ever said, or not said as right. of yet. Right. But I suspect that uh, Ralph Angel's mother passed, and he had to do that. Mm. And so he is trying to save Blue from doing that. Because here's the thing, we do not know about all we know about the parents of Ralph of, of Nova 
Charlie and Ralph Angel is that um, Charlie has a different mother. Right. <laughs> right. Which we find, which we find out at some it, point. We're we're getting we're going to get to that after we get yeah. out this kitchen. After we get out of this episode. So what becomes clear is Violet is having some is feeling the need to parent Ralph Angel while Ralph Angel is trying to parent his son. Yes. Which is always a crazy dynamic in extended family households. So that's going on. There's while a song, all the, oh, too much, too little, too late. Hmm. As all of this is going on, poor little Micah, who has had to do way too much for a teenager in Correct. the past 36 hours, mm-hmm. 48 hours. Like, he's gone through too much as a teenager. He's literally lost half of his family. Yes. <laughs> like, he lost well, his dad. He lost, his, he lost the relationship with his father. And he, and lost he physically his lost his grandfather. Right. He's lost too much. So this kid is sitting here. This asshole, um, Davis, <laughs> boo, he... <laughs> I spit on David. Is texting, is texting like somebody you gave it to once and was really good and won't leave you alone now? Are you there? Will you answer? Can you pick up? Why are you not answering me? Because don't nobody want to talk to you, pimp? Because you embarrassed my mama. Right. You sent my mother to her bed with a handful of sleeping pills. Like, you suck, dude. Like you're we're done. So this kid, he's trying to he's looking at the phone and then he's playing this over and over trying to get an understanding. So it's all over the blogs, it's all over the TMZ type television show. So he's watching this whole thing play out by himself. And let me state, it's very rare that you get to see these things from the family that it affects point of view? Yes. Because, because you can clearly see that the more he watches this, the, 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 the worse his feelings become. Like he was just, you could watch the life. Again, um, young actors, this little Micah, this little kid has an amazing future. Yeah. Because you could watch the life drain from his face as he watched this over and over and again the beauty of of Ava's storytelling is we don't see how many times he's watched it right but what we know from that brief moment in storytelling is that he's been watching this shit all morning oh yes he's been watching this all morning so we watch him and and the intuitiveness of <laughs> Ralph Angel. He's like, some we need to change the subject because she trying to tell me how to parent. And then he sees the boy and goes, what are you doing? Hold on. And the, the family taking that moment to support and be in community with Micah. Yes. Very beautiful. They rallied. They, they both rallied around them. And it, it's little things like that that when I keep, because I'm going to harp on this probably every time we talk about this show. 
we talk about the black story and we talk about the black family and everybody has in their mind the Cosby show. And I know some of y'all that the Cosby show was the holy grail of the black family, but it wasn't that for me because it was such, it was a myopic view of what blackness is. Yeah. It's this talented 10th ideal of what blackness is. When, but when I see this family, I see my family. I see the complexity of black family. That is my family. That is my friend's family. Is my, you know, it's the people I know and love, their family. So it's little things like that <laughs> that made the story so rich. So this goes on. Um, Charlie comes back from Charlie her run. Charlie comes back from her run. Everybody acts like nothing's happening. We move through the story. It's time to take the boy to school. Blue has to go to school. Ralph Angel has single-minded in this idea that that baby is not going to that funeral. Yes. So he's dropping Blue it's, off. It's not happening. It's not happening. So he's dropping Blue off at school. And, of course, he sees the teacher. I'm assuming she's kindergarten or first grade. Uh, first, he has to kidnap Kenya because Kenya cannot go to school. <laughs> Because again, it's touching my heart as I spoke to in the last episode. It's touching my heart. This father not putting his hypermasculinity on his male son, child, and the doll that he is connected to. So he's just like, Can you can't go to school. Can you just needs to stay with me? Well, don't let her watch too much television. She gets scared. That's fine. So He's, and, he's, and you remember, the, and the teacher makes a little fun of him too. Makes fun of him, but not in a bad way. It's like, yeah, watch out for Kenya. You know, it's um. So he and Miss Velez make eye contact, and they try to flirt, but it's just too awkward. Like it's just a bad time. Yeah. But he asks if Miss Velez can um, keep an eye out on Blue again for the funeral. She's like, No, I actually have some other stuff to do. But you are damn handsome. And I really wish I could do this. And um, I wish Blue was my child. So all that happens. Nobody said that. But that's what I saw. That's, but that's what was that was, was said in silence. <laughs> to quote the great poet philosophers, Renee and Angela. Words are spoken. Silence unbroken. Hey, I just, you know, sometimes I have to. Sometimes. Sometimes it's sing a an 80s R&B song. I just have to. Sometimes nothing brings it home like a song. And so all of that happens. So um, uh, uh, Ralph Angel leaves the school. He's still like, damn, I gotta, oh, I gotta, somebody gotta watch this child. So he goes home. Um, then we see Violet, um, Auntie Violet, Nova has made it down from New Orleans to the small town. She has arrived home. Um, Ralph Angel and Hollywood are chilling in the house. And of course, um, here comes Charlie with her. With her who, Charlie. With, with her, her Charlie. Charlie. Who, who sent these flowers? Your mother. Oh, they're yeah. wonderful. <laughs> That's so nice of her. Well, she said, Carla, that actually what she said, because I wrote that down. She said, um, oh, she sends her deepest condolences. 
So there's something there with Charlie and her mama. Because she has her mama. I'm going to tell you what I speculate. What what I speculate on. That Nova and um, Ralph Angel have the same mother. And that Charlie is the product of an affair. I I tend to... I, I could see that. And now that we've talked about... Now that we've talked about the fact that Charlie who is the lighter skinned of the three siblings has a different mother. Let us look upon who her siblings are dealing with. There is no, there's Nova and the white cop. Mm. And then there's Ralph Angel and Darla who is a fair skinned black woman. Fair skinned black woman also. Mm -hmm. So it's very interesting that though at times Nova more so than Ralph Angel they tend to shade Charlie out. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that none of them have wound up with a dark skinned person. Again I think I'm, it's something that will be explored further. I'm just saying. I hear you. It it. Mm, 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 mm. The, the colorism is going to come into this story as we get deeper into this story. I, I believe. Colorism. I love the, I love the fact that you were talking about the Cosby show earlier. And the Cosby show had these five kids. And you were like, where did these five children come from? Because I could only see where three of them actually came from these two people. Mm-hmm. You know, but you can see in this, you know, you can see how we got this hue from this person and that person and these mm-hmm. people and, and, and what effect it is having. Mm-hmm. There's yep. some truisms happening. It's, it, it, this again is when, 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 when Queen Sugar jumps out of the TV, holds onto her tiara and runs across the room and, and, and socks you one. <laughs> and I, I mean, the, the thing about it too is about this scene that we're exploring is the um, prodigal daughter. So you've been gone, girl. You've been gone. You've been in LA. You've been living fabulous. Mm-hmm. And now you want to, and, and now you feel left out. Well, you have removed yourself. You have <laughs> from, you, you had removed yourself from this family. Your father. Your father practically begged you for a little bit of time. That's all he wanted from you. Daddy, can I send you anything? You know, whatever you need, I can send you. Well, I'm telling you what I need. I need your time. I, oh, I, well, that I, can wait. Well, now he, but now he's gone, and here we gotta watch your guilt. We have to keep taking a spoonful of your guilt. Come on now. Oh! But I did skip the part and we have to go back because it's important about Charlie asking Ralph Angel before the school day, what can I do? Can I do something? Do you want me to go pick up this part that this guy has been leaving notes about? Mm-hmm. Well, you go pick that up. Yeah, you can do that, girl. Go ahead. Because Ralph Angel didn't even do that. She was whatever. So she goes and she meets um, our boyfriend from all my children. What's his character's name again? His character's name is 
uh, Remy Newell. Newell. Right. So she goes to meet Remy. And again, we have this moment where we know it's going to be some romanticals. It was clear. Because they look at each other deep in the eye. Well, she gets flustered. She couldn't get her breath. I thought you'd be a lot older. You didn't think he'd be six foot four with a cowboy hat, huh? Well, chicka, well, well. You didn't think he would be one of the village people, did you? So Charlie looks at this very handsome man who is younger than she suspects it. And she's like, yeah, you know, how'd you know my dad, me and your dad were close. Your dad helped me, blah, blah, blah. Your dad's wonderful, fabulous, amazing. Hey, do you know this guy who came by my dad's house? And so Remy goes, lies you tell. We can't talk about this here. Right, right. Put that shit, put that shit away. Put it, don't, be, don't be out flashing that to everybody. <laughs> he was like, back. We're going to talk about it right here, right now. And as a matter of fact, I got to go. Exactly. He was like, we'll talk about this later. So we already know that um, Mr. Come By Your Land is dirty as hell. As a mofo for show show. You know now. So after um, Nova's like, I've done everything. I wrote the obituary. I did a rain dance. I called on the ancestors. I poured the salt baby just to make sure it was the right damn time to bury the daddy. Uh, well, I mean, uh, we going to pick our caskets. You weren't going to ask me. You wasn't even here, but okay. You were going to do this without me? No. <laughs> <laughs> Would you calm down? No. Why don't you calm down? Now, I have to say, then, and here we go again. We get to the funeral home. I believe this is what I tried to call you. Oh, yes. And you know, I wasn't watching, but then I watched. You know why. I will, you know why I'm angry right now. <laughs> I know why you're angry. <laughs> this makes me so mad. So then we get to the funeral home, and you have not been here, Charlie, but you want to say stuff. Ralph Angel is doing what a responsible sibling who ain't really did much does. Shuts the fuck up. Yes. He's been quiet. He has. He has sat there quietly. Just he's tell not, me where to sign. He's not there. Here, I'll pay for it all. Because oh Nova has, has bargained that man down to what they can afford. And Charlie is said, I can pay for it. Right, did you hear me? I can pay for it. I got this. I can pay for it. And so when they finally get down to a price, which I think is what, $900? Uh, something like that. 900. It's 900. Yeah, it was 900 Because they split it 300 a piece. But, so yeah. it's $900. And Charlie whips out her American Express black. <laughs> and here this, here this filthy ass... Um, Undertaker. Oh, we're going to give him the best service ever. Great, great <laughs> fucking actor because his whole face said, I'm going to spend all this money. <laughs> like, you shut up. Shut your face. Again, Charlie is tone deaf and clueless and wrapped up in her own mess. I don't know that she's tone deaf so much as she's just trying to, to wedge herself into this. I mean, it's and clear. You, 
it's clear and she's not stupid it's clear that she's being frozen out see you know i look at this differently she's not being frozen out she was never there how do you expect to make decisions about something that you've never been a part of that's true but that's, that's not being frozen I'm, out that's why i'm trying to spend this money i got yeah. to he ain't he ain't got to walk for nothing yes but, he wanted for but, my but nobody needed you before this. right no i hear you so that's what i'm saying i told you i was feeling some kind of way about this episode i was like <laughs> i know you know you know i was sitting here grumbling personal 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 I, my life I, my life my life grumble grumble personal like right. <laughs> that's for when this art imitated your life who, who was sitting there next to you and so you knew I was there grumble 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 um so this is going on now it's always interesting to watch the moment um when we are a family yes and it's not so much that we are getting along but that we think about things differently it's one of those things that happens when you're with your bio family like, I may hate all of you motherfuckers, but there's this one thing that we do, and everybody knows this is our thing. Mm-hmm. So, Nova want to sew the pouch with the, with, the, with the good juju into the coffin. Well, we don't do that. This is a Christian establishment. Ralph Angel snapped right to the hood. Yeah. He went from Ralph zero Angel. to the streets. Ralph Angel did what his job was. He was the enforcer. <laughs> Talk and you ain't got to help pay this bill. But when this dude right here decides to bring his cross to bear, it is your job to make him put it away or shove it up his woo-wah. And that is exactly what Ralph Angel did. He said, wait a minute, my sister says she wants such and such. Why is this a conversation? Exactly. That look on his face. That said, this, even though the question was, why is this a conversation? The look said, this is not a conversation. No. It was not It was not up for discussion. It was not up for debate. And he stood. Yeah, you know, you can do whatever you want. And that's another thing about um, <laughs> certain cultures. Everybody know who Ralph Angel is in that community. Mm. This is what we learned from that scene. Everybody knows who he is. Yes. Yes, because I, I suspect that girl recognized him at the at the store that he held up. And I don't think she called the police. I do not she, believe she called the police. I mean, she might have had to report it after a minute, but she wasn't out here trying to call no police. So that was um, a very, very telling scene and the fact that Charlie actually helped her sew that together not just not just helped her Charlie pulled out the scissors when they sewed the pouch into the cushioning of the yep. of the of the coffin it had to be whipped out the scissors mm -hmm. had to be done because that's what Nova did and that's what Nova does and that's what their family does. And what we're not going to do is we're not going to question her on this. Right. 
Now, I might want to punch this broad later, but we're not going to question her on this. And Charlie went with her to get those fish. <laughs> love. Okay. So I love. I love. I absolutely love that scene with the two of them in the car. Mm-hmm. And when Nova turns to Charlie and says, So how are you doing? And she said, Charlie starts going in about their father. She says, No, I'm talking about the other thing with your husband, with Davis. How are you doing? And Charlie says, I really wish that we could dig a second hole hmm. the dad and shove Davis in it and and leave him in it. She said, don't conjure and that. I looked at her with the fierce and said, girl, don't conjure that up. Don't conjure that. Yes. And, and Charlie thought about it. She thought about that hard. And then you they know, bought and then they bought fish. They bought fish. They had they had a a seemingly pleasant encounter and interaction. Yeah. But then old girl went behind. She went behind her damn back and did what she was told not to do, which is it's just some linens and drink. Mm-mm, she was like mm-mm, mm-mm. Hollywood in the house cooking with <laughs> with, with, with Nova. And Nova say, What is all that noise? And Charlie said and, and Hollywood said a whole bunch of peckerwoods. <laughs> oh, he said peckerwoods, didn't he? He did. He sure did. And you know, that's not a word out of all of our names that we use in our community for the for the lilies of the field. We don't, but I think we should bring it back. Peckerwood is an old, ancient one. It is. Mm. And uh, that blow up between and, you know. So a little bit of my life, this same conversation happened with me and my sister Angela mm-hmm. over some balloons. I asked her, I asked her to do the one thing. <laughs> she had she, one job. She had one job. She couldn't figure that out. And then when I'm I'm like, what is happening? Why you couldn't do why could you couldn't do this? And then her response to me was, You did everything. You made all the decisions. I was left out. Bitch, where were you? I remember that. Where were you? And, and 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 again, listeners, for the record, as I spoke in our last episode about when black women get angry and everything stops, as Carla was going through this, Derek did what he could do. Derek went into the place where the repast was happening and watched the food. <laughs> like what? Okay. Derek himself completely from that <laughs> I'm like, I'm looking at this, I'm telling you, I'm looking at this thing and I'm looking at my life because I've had that conversation. What, where were you? What have you done? What needs to, what, this is not the way. So you're trying to do this. You're imposing yourself on a situation that is not yours. And if you want to do something, stand down and get the peck of woods off the lawn. I'm not going to read the whole speech. I'm just going to read my favorite part. Don't read that line. No. Okay. And we certainly don't pay our sex with a best express. <laughs> she read her up and down. She read her phone. I mean, I just... And down the street. 
I just want to know how much bleach they needed to clean the blood up off the set after that snatching. Her edges were snatched completely bald. Mm -hmm. It was it was a snatching. It was a grand snatching. So then poor little Ralph Angel finally breaks down and calls Darla. <sighs> Look here. You want to see your son come watch him? I need somebody to watch for the funeral. I can do it. I can do anything. I can get off. I get, I work early. It can happen. Be here by 11. I got you. I got you. I got you. But what she didn't do was ask nobody right. if she could get off. By 11. So the baby running around, I need my hair cut for my mama. Violet man. What the hell? What you mean you need your hair cut for your mama? You really not going to bring him to this funeral? You you don't know what you do. He's my son. I know how to raise my son with all due respect. You ain't but a kid yourself. You need to do, you are doing this all wrong. You gonna let that heifer? You what did she call her? That no count gal. No account gal. She went real Nina Simone with it. Oh God. No count gal. So that happens. And, and 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 Aunt Violet also told him, "You you can't put that child on the pedestal like your father. Ooh, yes, on the pedestal because we see what happens. And you saw uh, Ralph Angel's face. Like she just hit me. She just hit me like a dude in the street. She just hit me because he got his fighting face on." And he was like, yeah, how's that? And she was like, a man wrestling with the world that don't owe him nothing. Mm -mm. That was powerful. That was powerful. She said some stuff. She used some words. Because he she... thought she was talking about him as a criminal. But she no. Thought, Your whole essence is you, you've been on this pedestal when you thought you were special. And then when you got out into the world and found out that it wasn't the case, you got mad. And you stay mad. And it's time for that to stop. So, because um, fate is a tricky, cruel mistress, home girl does not show up. Mm. The baby is because, disappointed. Because Jerry, because Jerry, her boss, won't let her off. Because she didn't ask nobody when she made all these grand promises. She did not. And so he got to take the baby to say goodbye to Pop-Pop anyway. Now, I might have to move myself to a Jaiman Hansu before you move me, Derek. Okay. Because there were Freemasons there. There were Freemasons there, and I, I broke that down. Black, they did, black Freemasons. There were black Freemasons, and they did a Masonic um, funeral ritual. And that was indeed, and in fact, black. But I have to stop for a moment and um, objectify Kofi, the actor. So when he came to the door, now let's just all agree. Look, can I think we can we agree that this is a good looking man? Yes. So we, I mean, it's he's good that. looking. Yes. Real broad shouldered, nice, nice physique. Mm. Super juicy chocolate, just. Mm. But 
when he walks his black ass into the doorway in that white on white, I needed a medic. I needed the paramedics to come get my old ass. Wait, and, and, and you know why? Because that suit was too tight. <sighs> and and first of all, it wasn't the suit. He just had on a white shirt with a white on white tie with a white pant and a white Jordan. And it's all white tight? It wasn't tight. It was well fitted. And I said, huh? And then I fainted. I needed my Met Alert bracelet. I needed my, what you call the button? Uh, help, I'm falling and I can't get up. That, I was like, well, whoa, whoa, whoa. So we get to the funeral. It's beautiful. Hold and one again. Hold one second. Because we've skipped something. Oh, God. What did we skip? We skipped Charlie and her husband. Which is why this is a... Uh, really? Ah, uh, shit. I skipped it. I skipped the shit because it makes me nauseous. That so, I blocked it out. We so, okay. Oh, yeah. Wait, so. no. Wait, wait, wait. I'll go back. I'll go back because you're right. So everybody trying to grieve... Everybody going through all this. It's the night before the funeral. The boy had been babysitting. The big boy had been babysitting the little boy while everybody was out. They had been playing checkers and shit. And don't you chilling. No, they clearly don't know each other. That was so cute. Actually, I think they I think that they do know each other because Micah seemed like he knew his family. That's true. Like he seemed very comfortable there. So I mean, she might not have been around as much as. But maybe she he got some summers or something. Yeah, like he's he was comfortable there. Okay. That was his family, and he was comfortable there. So I think that they, he do know the baby, but it was so cute. It was so cute that they were playing together. It was so cute, and the baby's like, "That's your dad. You should answer." <laughs> Because the baby don't understand I wouldn't talk to your father. Right. Like, the baby like, Why wouldn't you want to talk to your father? Like, what does that mean? Hmm? So, again, now we know that this mofo been calling this boy for a day, a, a day straight. Harassing this child. Because the mama ain't fucking with him. So the boy, he makes some old low-key arrangements. He gets the basketball. He goes to the, the the town gym. This motherfucker, you you just gotta listen to me. And da 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 da. Mike is like, I don't have to do nothing but stay beige and die. This this, this is this was my <laughs> part. You, Michael, you don't understand what's going on, really. I haven't been watching this video nonstop, like for, for thirty for thirty hours. He's like, you hurt my mother, my dude. Like, what? So, uh, Charlie goes looking for her son and hears this motherfucker's voice. And here he comes. She's like, okay, you went too far. Come on, uh, Michael, let's go. Wait, you have to talk to me. What? He's my son. And again, I have, to I have to speak about the power of the black woman. When Davis ran up and grabbed her by the arm to get her to stop walking, 
And she did that move, that arm movement where you get a, a, a muffle to release you. He and backed up a taste, did, as and, my daddy would say. And, he had to back up a taste. She did the arm rotation and the spin. Like, did you really just touch me? And you can see it on his face. I did touch you, but see what happened was I didn't <laughs> to touch you like that. It was a real non-aggressive form of me trying to stop you. And I know now that I was wrong. <laughs> please, please, you didn't already hit me once. Please don't whip my ass up in here. Thank you. Because ain't no cameras here and ain't nobody stop you this time. Right. And I'm gonna have to take these socks to the eye. So this mug pulls that. I have a right to be with my son. You can't do this. You have to talk to me. You have to be in my presence. And she was like, oh, look how it's always about you. Mm. It's not always about you. Mm. And but then, what about my son? And Michael's like, I don't want to talk to you either. Right. He was like, I, 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 need, I need my son. I need my son. I don't need you. Excuse me. I don't need you. I don't need you. He, he went real Mariah Carey. I don't know her. I don't know her. And then David shows up the next day at the church. <sighs> I, but I, again, I love this thing. <sighs> first Charlie called. So, you know, again, it is all about you. It's not about me. It's about saying goodbye to your father. He was my family, too. And they go outside. And Charlie breaks down and uses him as a pillar of strength for exactly three seconds. Exactly three seconds. She breaks down. She grabs him by the suit jacket, puts her head in his chest, and cries for three seconds. And then she lets him go, looks at him like, are you still here? And walks back into the church. Because you you, you disgust her. You disgust me. Because you're disgusting. And that pulling the hole, pulling the... But, but no, no. You can't freeze me out. Yes, I can. Because you're disgusting. So then we're at the funeral. Everybody's in there white. You know, I felt mm -hmm. some kind of way about that because we were white to my father's funeral. It was beautiful. I was in tears. Then we look behind us and there's old dry-ass Calvin and old dust-ass Davis sitting in the back row sucking the life out the room. Mm. Mm. But... <sighs> Again, when I talked about the cinematography telling a story in itself, because that sun, that sunset behind them, yes, the, I saw it too. Before the sun, before the sun, when the masons were speaking, and the the ships were rolling by in mm. the background, and I was like, oh my god, that's Louisiana. It's just so beautiful. It was just beautiful. And then that you know, whole scene was beautiful. And then that but, sun coming up between the two sisters, and oh, it's beautiful. Uh, but then here and here come old crackhead ass dollar running around looking homeless. Now I'm assuming she's not a crackhead anymore. Well, you I don't trust no recently recovered crackhead. I agree with you. But my thing is why do you still have to look like a crackhead? <laughs> I don't know. That's why I don't trust her. Cause she's still looking crackish. She's still sounding crackish. I don't trust it. So of and if someone baby, has dealt with abandonment issues from a parent before, 
you know, I've had several opportunities, you know this, Carla, several opportunities where my father said he was going to show up and I was sitting there 24 hours later still looking. I am all with, I, I understand Blue. Yes, she is disappointing me, but yes, she is my parent. And I am happy to see her. She cannot do no wrong because I have fantasized her in my head. And again, when we shout out Hollywood, Hollywood, the greatest uh, mm. boyfriend in the world. When Hollywood say, this is not the time. Not it's here. not the time. No. It's not the time. That girl was going to get some shit that she didn't deserve. Oh, oh yeah. And that baby was going to get snatched and he was going to tell her to get the fuck gone. Mm-hmm. So... This is how we ended the episode with the siblings holding hands and being um, a unit. So we don't know what the future holds, but right now they are bonding in this grief. Yes. So Derek, here it is. The MVP, the most valuable player Mm -hmm. of this show, which character impressed you the most and why. State the character that impressed you throughout this episode. And if someone mentions the same character as you, you can't choose that character, but you get to choose first. So who was it this time? This time around, I'm going to have to give it to Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Because Hollywood was strong. When, 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 when he found out that Pops had died, that Pop Pop had died, because he was at work. Mm-hmm. He ran to be with the aunt. I mean, he ran, busted through her door, like, I know you need me, and I'm here. And we, what we didn't cover was the conversation between him and the aunt, when I was like, you know, I know you want kids, I know you want that, you really need to go find somebody else. And he's like, why are you talking to me like this? You know, what I want is you, and I got you, and I'm real happy right now. I ain't going nowhere. And then there's the scene at the funeral. Dude, I know you mad, but now is not the time for what you about to do. So, yes, for all those reasons, my MVP for this episode is going to be Hollywood. Yay, Hollywood. Hollywood. Okay, so my MVP. Yeah. English Carla still well. My uh, my MVP for this episode is Micah. Okay. Micah's the real MVP because he soldiered through a horrifically difficult few days in the episode pretty stoically (laughs) and and pretty maturely for a young for a for a young man on on the cusp on the of a little 15 year old on the cusp of manhood he he had a lot that he had to do a lot and he didn't take any time for himself with everything he was dealing with no he even took the time to watch his little baby cousin. So um, I think Michael was the real MVP. All right. Um, lastly, before we get ye gone, mm-hmm. on a scale of one to ten, 
sugar canes. One being just a little piece of sugar cane that you can just put in between your teeth. And ten being a full stock that will help make a bottle of rum. I... Or the golden sugar cane oh, that's yeah. out here. I forgot about the golden sugar cane. What 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 give it you? Oh, okay. So for this episode, I was going to give it an eight. Okay. Um, it did it 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 forwarded the story. We got to see the siblings bonding. We got some questions answered, and yet some more questions uh, got asked. So for that, I was going to give it an eight, but I'm going to have to push it up to a nine mm-hmm. for Nova's reading of Charlie mm. about what a family does during a funeral, because that was real. That was real, and that was epic. So I'm going to have to give this nine sugar canes. I too will give it a solid nine sugar canes. Um, the, um, the reading was, the reading of Charlie was epic as, as fuck. It was epic AF. Mm. Um, but, uh, watching the, the Pete, the kids and Ralph Angel, who I consider to be one of the kids, mm. soldier through and make real grown up decisions was, um, it was, it was wonderful. It was wonderful. I give it a nine. I like the show. So, ladies and gentlemen, join us next time for a brand new installment of Queen Sugar's Court. Once again, here's our announcer to remind you on how you can interact with us. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through iTunes. Just search for Queen Sugar's Court, and subscribe. Follow us on Tumblr, queensugarscourt.tumblr.com. Follow Poppy Chula Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, and YouTube, at Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting gofundme.com slash poppychularadio. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Thank you so much for those announcements. Uh, My dear co-host, Derek Anthony, please wish our listeners a good night. I wish everyone a good and wonderful night and remember... How sweet it is. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Download new episodes of Queen Sugar's Court every Monday via iTunes and the Poppy Chulo Radio archives. New episodes stream via poppychuloradio.com every Monday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Thank you and good night.